Okay, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Noel A. Booker Senior with Business Credit Builder. Um, hold my mic, everybody. Can y'all hear me? Um, y'all can hear me. Put your name in the chat room, please. And also put the type of business that you um operate or try to operate in the chat room if you can hear me. <laughs> and you can find the chat box. Okay. Give me that favor. We're going to get started today. We're going to talk about how to get Amazon, Dell, and Walmart business credit cards without a personal guarantee. And if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, please subscribe, like, and comment below. <laughs> okay. Um, Look at my contact information. My name is Noel A. Booker Sr. I am the CEO at Business Credit Builder that US LLC. And what we do at Business Credit Builder is we help businesses, small business owners and entrepreneurs, we help them build business credit and access loans and credit lines. Okay? Today we're going to talk about how to get these major um, revolving accounts, specifically Amazon, Dell, Walmart. Okay. Um, let me give you a disclosure here that this this presentation, the slideshow I have, is an old one, so I'm gonna, there's like a few adjustments in there. That I'm gonna explain to you as we go. Okay, business credit. Business credit is credit you get in your company name. This credit is linked to your EIN. Um, let me just double check this here. Okay, yes, people can hear me. <laughs> okay, um, business credit is credit you get in your company name. The credit is linked to your EIN, not your social. Since there is no link to your social, there's no personal credit check to get approved. You can also get most business credit without the business owner supplying a personal guarantee. Okay. Alrighty. Um, thank you, everybody, that, that put something in the chat box here. We've got Oh, my sound is muffled right now? Oh, for real? Is my sound still muffled? Let's get this up. Uh, let's see. Okay, let me change that then. Let's do this. Hold on. Let's change this up then. My sound is muffled. Oh, snap. You can't hear that, right? All right, let's change this to that. Is that any better? One, two, one, two. Is that any better? One, two, one, two. Better. Yes. Great. I'm glad. I, I appreciate that, y'all. Y'all help me save face out here. <laughs> okay. So, who we got here? Miss Anderson. She um, she has a consulting and training company. We have. Uh, Miss Morgan, she has a payroll and bookkeeping firm. Nice. 
And that's all the people that put in their names and what they do. Oh, we got Ms. Randall. She's a realtor in Houston, Texas. All right. Good deal. Okay, so business credit benefits. There's no link to consumer credit, right? No personal credit check is required and accounts do not report to the consumer agencies. No personal guarantee is needed in most cases. Um, credit limits are 10 to 100 times higher than with consumer credit. You can build business credit and get a good score fast compared to personal credit, that is. Because see, personal credit, there's five factors that affect your personal credit. With business credit, there is one factor and one factor alone. And that's how you pay your bill. And you have total control over that, okay? Having business credit increases the value of your company. You won't need financials or collateral for approvals in order to build business credit, okay? Okay, getting started. Choose your name, right? So um, building business credit is a step-by-step -step process. Each step is needed for the next step, right? Now, the first step is what I call credibility, and that is making your company credible in the eyes of the lender. It's basically how you set up your company, right? So how you set up your company, one of the first, first things that you do is set up your business name at the Secretary of State, okay? Um, credit issuers and lenders can deny you just because of your business name. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> well, there are certain things about the name that can indicate that you are a high-risk business. And um, so lenders look at that. They, they look at high-risk businesses and do not um, lend to high-risk businesses. On my blog, there is a an article that gives you a list of um, restricted industries, okay? This is because some industries are restricted and credit issuers and banks won't lend to them. Your name alone can allude to you being one of these industries. So choose your name carefully and try to make it as general as possible, something that might not reference your industry. Okay. It's very important that you use your exact business legal name. Um, and what that means is wherever you put your business name, wherever you're gonna share your business name, it has to be spelled exactly like it is spelled on your Secretary of State certificate. When you get that certificate back, that's how you want to spell your name exactly, with the dashes, any spaces or special characters, okay? Um, 
Ensure your business name is exactly the same on your corporation papers, licenses, bank statements. Okay, setting up your entity. When you um, are reserving your business name at the Secretary of State, they will ask you to select an entity. What you need to know is, in order to separate your personal liability from your business liability, is that you need to select an LLC, which is also known as a limited liability corporation or a corporation. If you select a proprietorship or a partnership, then you are personally liable, you are personally liable for what happens. Am I still not clear? Am I still not clear here? Let's see. Mr. Booker, we can't hear you. Okay, is that better? Okay, okay, bet, bet, bet. Okay, so EIN number. The things that you need to know about the EIN number is that. Oh, Sheila, you got a question too? Was that it? That, that my sound was messed up. <laughs> okay, I apologize, y'all. I got off on the wrong side of bed today. Okay, cool. All right, so we got the EIN number, right? So you know the two things that you need to know about the EIN number. Let's go to the next. Bet. All right, that's all EIN number stuff. You already know that stuff. Okay, so when you have your EIN number and you have your, certi your certificate from the Secretary of State, that's when you run over to the bank account bank and get yourself a business bank account with an entity set up and your EIN number. Now you can set up your bank account. This is a very important next step.
has some credit issues and lenders will look at your bank account setup date as the day your company truly got started. So it's important to get this done right away. Most banks only require you put down $50 to $100 to set up your bank account. There, um, there are usually not any other setup fees. Um, there are a couple of important things to know regarding setting up your business bank account. Even if you had issues with bank accounts before, personally, and are listed in the check systems, you can still set up a bank account, even with the same bank you had issues with. Okay? So if you owe the IRS money or others, money... Um, if you owe other people money or the IRS, they cannot pursue your business bank account to get that money from you, okay? So that's, in, that's some good information for you, all right? Eventually down the road, when you go to get bank loans, they'll look at your bank rating to make the decision on whether to lend you money or not. Now, this is down the low when you eventually go to a bank to get a loan, okay? And the only thing you're going to be going to a bank for to get money is an SBA loan because nine times out of 10, that's the only thing that they can offer you, okay? An SBA loan, which is the best way to get money for your business. But a lot of us do not qualify for an SBA loan. See, 98% of all business lending does not come from the bank. They come from alternative lenders, okay? Because alternative lenders specialize. <clears throat> like the commercial banks, they got a bunch of different products that they can make money off of. But businesses that lend to businesses, they specialize and only offer a handful, if that, of different products. They only have a few products, right? So they don't they don't put a lot of advertising out there. So you have to really go find them, okay? So those are hard to find, the alternative lenders. Okay, so this rating is an, an, is an internal bank credit score. They issue your business. You should maintain a balance of $10,000 or more in your bank in your bank account for 90 days straight to have a positive bank rating, okay? Um, your balance will not affect your business, business credit building. It will be important down the road as you apply for bank loans, meaning the SBA loan. Um, setting up your address. Your address is important, okay? When applying for business, business credit, ensure you use a real physical address. You cannot use a P.O. box. You cannot use a UPS address for your business main address, okay? The reason why is that, you know, you have this application. And on the application, there are different fields. And each field that they're asking you for information, they are actually doing something, right? 
So in the address field, what they are doing is pulling up a database of all PO boxes and all UPS addresses. And if you come up on that list, then they can deny you and they do not have to tell you why they denied you. All right. Um, if you don't have a business address, okay, okay. Okay, this is this is the rundown, right? There's three options for selecting your address. There's three options. The first option is to have a brick and mortar, a storefront, but you definitely need a place that you can accept packages. The second option is a virtual office address in which you can get for as low as $50 a month. Okay, in every city all over the world, there are virtual office companies, which you could get an address for as low as $50 a month. Okay, now the third option and the last resort is your home address. Now, the home address is the last resort because lenders and creditors do not think that home-based businesses are credible, but they, they look at this on a case-by-case -case basis. Right. So, for instance, let's say you are a hairstylist. OK, well, maybe you can pay the bill doing hair at your home. Right. In comparison, let's say that you are a trucking company and maybe they can't maybe you can't um, keep all those trucks at your house. So they're looking they're looking to see if this makes sense, because on your Dun & Bradstreet credit report is a Google Maps picture of your business address. So they're looking at, when, they, when they're trying to decide whether or not to approve you for accounts, they're looking right at your business address and to see if this makes sense, okay? So that's important information to know. Um, this is my go-to for virtual address, right? Da Vinci, Da Vinci Virtual Office Solutions. You can go to this website, businesscreditbuilder.us slash vendors, and you get explicit instructions on how to set up your virtual address. You can't use any address, and a lot of, um, virtual office companies, they will give you an address that they already gave a hundred other companies. That's a red flag. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not good. These virtual office companies that are sharing addresses with other companies is not a good idea. You need a unique address. And that's why I use DaVinci because DaVinci, what they will do is they send this um, form to the post office to set up a unique address for your business, okay? So that's how you do it. On this page slash vendors is a telephone number to call, there's a person to ask for, and there's explicit verbiage on how to order the right product. You wanna get this right from the beginning. You don't wanna have to come back and do this later. So just do it right from the beginning, right? Okay, and that's very important. Set up your phone number. Um, you shouldn't use a personal phone 
or a cell phone on your applications. The reason why is because on the application, like I said, in the telephone field, what they are doing is pulling up a database of all home business or home ad home telephone numbers and cell phone numbers. And if you come up on that list, then they could deny you and they don't have to tell you why. Okay. So don't use your home telephone number or a cell phone as your main business number. You can get one of those VoIP type of phone numbers and forward it to your home or forward it to your cell phone. Okay. Um, you must be a real business phone number, a voice over IP or VoIP phone number is okay. This means you can use a phone, a phone number from a place like Freedom Voice. That's a virtual number. Okay. You okay. Ensure you also get set up with toll-free number to ensure and make sure you get a fax number. So this is how it goes, right? You definitely need a local number for your main business number. And this local number needs to be set up with the National 411 directly, directory, okay? Um, you can do this by going to listyourself.net. That is listyourself.net. But my go-to is Freedom Voice. Through Freedom, through Freedom, Freedom Voice, you can get all of these numbers for under $20. So at Freedom Voice, what they do is give you a local number for $9.95 a month. They will list it with the National Directory for $3 a month. And that's necessary, all right? Now, the fax number and the 800 number is not so necessary. That local number is necessary. Now, and this is how they think. This is how the lenders think. When they're looking at your application, they got this local number from you, and they look, and they, they do check to see if it is listed, all right? And when they see that it's listed, they're going to say, nice. Then they're going to see that you got a fax number. Then they're going to see that you got an 800 number. Now you are more looking like a credible business. Okay? That's how that goes. Okay? Now you're looking more credible. All right? Okay. Um, all right. So we got that. Phone. These are the go-tos. Freedom Voice, Vonage, or Ring Central. My go-to is Freedom Voice. Vonage and Ring Central, they're going to start you at $25 a month. So. Get that freedom voice, you get all three of them for under $20. All right, so I did the research for you on that. Okay, make sure you have an email address for your business and a website. Okay, set a professional, set up a professional website that looks good and describes your products and services. You need a business email. You cannot use a free email service for your business address. They do not want to see that. They want to see you communicating with them with an email from your business, which is using the same URL as your business website. So 
what it would be is your name at yourbusinessname.com. Do not do yourbusiness at gmail.com. Do not use partychick at Yahoo, okay? <laughs> you can't do that, <laughs> all right? All right, licensing and listings. Ensure your business has the proper licenses required for your industry, county, state, and federal government. You won't get money or credit if you're not properly licensed, okay? So the most common mistake with small businesses is that they have the proper license, but they have an old address on their license. <laughs> That's a red flag, okay? That's a red flag. So make sure your business information is consistent all over, meaning your business name, your address is all consistent. Every place you have your business, all right? And the telephone, all right? Okay, um, get your DUNS number. Okay, so you definitely need a DUNS number in order to build business credit. You can't build business credit without a DUNS number. DUNS, the DUNS number is provided by Dun & Bradstreet, which is one of the business, which, which is the most, um, is the biggest business credit agency that there is, Dun & Bradstreet. The Dun's number is an identifying number which identifies your business directly related to your address, okay? You definitely need a Dun's number. And what you need to know about a Dun's number is that a Dun's number is absolutely free, free of charge. So what happens is this, when you apply, for your DUNS number at Dun & Bradstreet, it takes about 30 days in order to get that DUNS number, right? And in that 30-day period, Dun & Bradstreet will call you and they will email you and they will convince you that you need to buy something in order to get this DUNS number. And what I need to let you know is that this DUNS number is absolutely free. So don't you don't have to pay for anything to get this DUNS number. Now, the, the items that they sell at Dun & Bradstreet, and they will try to sell you, all sound nice and good. And they are good products, but they only affect information on your Dun & Bradstreet credit report. It does not do anything for the other business credit reporting agencies, which are Experian and Equifax, okay? So when I teach you how to build business credit, I show you how to do build business credit for all three of those. And you don't have to buy that stuff at Dun & Bradstreet. So what you need to know is that that Dun's number is free, right? <laughs> okay. Um, to start building your business credit, you'll need a Dun's number from Dun & Bradstreet. Okay, we already talked about all that stuff. So that's cool. All right, building business credit is all about trade lines, all right? Um, and it's what's called payment experiences. Okay, so in this, in this presentation, you'll see payment experiences, but I don't like to, I don't like to use that, that phrase, right? So I use trade lines, right? Trade lines is what helps you build business credit. And what a trade line is, is this. 
you go to a company and you get a credit account in your business name, right? Now, when you buy something from this credit account and then you pay for it, well, when you buy it, you got the item, you didn't pay for it, they gave you an invoice, right? And then you pay for that invoice. Now, this is what happens when you pay for that invoice. This company sends a report to the business credit reporting agencies. Um, each company, they have their own business credit reporting agency that they report to. Every, everybody does it different. They might report to Dun & Bradstreet or they might report to Equifax, I mean, you know, Experian, or they might report to all three of them. So that's one thing you need to find out when you get these accounts is to find out who they report to. That means you'll know where to look once you make that payment, okay? So you make that payment. They're gonna send this report to the business credit reporting agency. And this report says XYZ company, they have a, an account with us and um, they have a certain amount of limit that they can spend with us. They made a purchase with us and they paid it off in X amount of days, okay? And they send that report to the business credit reporting agencies. And the business credit reporting agencies, they take that report and they put it on your credit profile. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is one trade line. Let me stop right there to see if anybody has, has any questions on what a trade line is. Anybody got any questions on what a trade line is? And I, and I stop right here because um, it's important to understand what a trade line is. The trade line is like the basis for building your business credit. All right. So this is important. Everybody so knows what a trade line is. So is this trying to say what product you're selling? Is that what basically what they're trying to find out what product you're selling? Say that again. Is it basically saying you're trying to figure out what product you're selling and what you're selling as what, a business? trade line? Yeah. No, 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 no. The trade line is when you get an account, right? Right. It don't have nothing to do, to do with your seller, right? You get an account with a business and they give you a credit account and you buy something from them, right? Wow. You buy something from them on credit and then you're going to pay it. So if you got an account on credit with them and you make a payment, then they send a report to the business credit reporting agencies, letting them know that you paid this thing on time. So and what they type of selling? Uh, excuse me? Is it a bunch of things that they're selling that you could purchase from them or is that how it is? Right, it's any company that gives, that's gonna give you credit. So it basically is a lot of, okay. All right, I see right. what you're saying. It could be Home Depot. Right. Okay. All right. Right. You go to Home Depot, you get an account on credit, you buy something on credit, you pay the bill. When you pay okay. that Home Depot bill, they send a report to the business credit reporting agencies. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that report says, hey, this company, they got a, they have an account with us. They got X amount of spending limit with us. They made a purchase and they paid that item off in X amount of days. So okay. this, is, this is keeping track of your payment record, right? Right. How you're paying your bills. And they put right. that on your business credit report. And that is one trade line. One vendor right. 
is one trade line. So, I, so question. I had one with Home Depot. It was about trade waters or trade something. It was through Home Depot, but it never really came up on my credit, and I paid that on time. It was something um, Home Depot. Right? There are different factors that affect it, that, right? So okay. some companies will not report if it's if the purchase is under fifty dollars. Some will not report if you make the purchase and and pay the pay the invoice in the same month. Okay. Um, if it is a true um, account that reports orders, um, I think you have to know who they report to, so you can go and pull that that business credit report and make sure that it does co report correctly and accurately and timely. Because I definitely got one from Home Depot. I think it was like Tide Waters or something. They approved me for like a thousand or fifteen hundred, and I probably only spent like six, but I paid it on time and never came up in my credit report. Like as good, never came up. Nothing never came up. Okay, so did you give me a social to? Um, I believe I did. I was, yep. Yes, I was approved. Okay, so that's not a business account then. Okay. That means they're reporting to your personal. My per okay, that's a personal. Right, that's a personal account. Yeah, you need the business application in order to do that correctly for business. For business, that's probably okay. okay. Right. So you have to make sure you send you're setting up the right type of account. It has to be a business account where you're giving them your your EIN number. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's how you get their business. Trade account. Anybody else have any questions on what a trade line is? Okay, we good. Let's move forward. Now, see, that's important to understand what a trade line is, right? Because this is the basis for building business credit. Like a brick builds a house, it's the trade lines that build your business credit. Okay. Okay. I have a quick question. Go ahead. Regarding the trade lines, um, like you said, so does it report every 30 days, say like a consumer credit report? Most mm. likely, yes. Okay, so it makes sense every to just say if you use your, your uh, business credit card or whatever the case may be, you want the full cycle to show you paying it back within that time so it can actually hit. Otherwise, it won't hit. I, I was just trying to follow you in that because you kind of- Say that question again. So like, just say for instance, you purchase something in the month of November, right? So you're gonna get billed for that in the cycle, that that uh, billing cycle. You you said we should, should we pay ahead of time or should we pay, you know, like when the actual bill is due so it can actually hit? In, All right, in that, that's a good question. This, this is my, this is my um, strategy for that. Okay. Some businesses do not report if you buy the item and pay for the item in the same month. So when you get these accounts, there's two things you need to look at. You need to ask them. One thing is who they report to. So that way you'll know what report to pull to look for that trade line. The second thing you need to ask them is when they report. Most companies report at the end of the month, but you need to ask them to make sure when it is. So my strategy is this. I just, most of the companies, they report at the end of the month. So let's say it like this. Suppose I got a company that's reporting at the end of the month. Then 
I'm going to buy the item close to the end of the month, like about the 25th of the month, so that when they report on the last day of the month, I owe for that bill. Okay? I made the purchase about the 25th of the month. On the 30th, they're going to report, and I owe that bill. And then I'm going to pay that bill on time, but I pay my bills 14 days, within 14 days, but in the next business cycle, right? So that when they report, I owe, right? And then I'm gonna pay it within 14 days, which is about the first week in that next month, 14 days. The reason why 14 days is because when you pay your bill in 14 days, then the report that they send in is an early payment. Yeah, if I, I pay that bill between the 15th and the 30th day, the report that they send in is, this is a on-time payment. Makes sense. So if so if I pay on the 31st day, that's a late payment. Any questions? So basically, you, you should pay early instead of on time. That's right. That's you should pay early within 14 days, but don't pay within that business cycle, right? Right. Okay, that makes sense. Ooh, that, that's an advanced strategy right there. <laughs> Pop that okay. Appreciate that. <laughs> yep, yep. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Where are we here? Effectively build business credit. Okay. okay. Um, getting your business credit reports. Okay, so each one of these companies, business credit reporting agencies, there's three of them. Dun and Bradstreet, Experian, and Equifax. Okay. These are the three main joints. Um, to effectively build business credit you have to be able to monitor your business credit reports to see these payment experiences, trade lines being added, all right? So any, in this presentation, if you see payment experiences, just use trade lines, okay? Um, you'll need to see that this is, uh, okay. So the basic thing is this. One is you need to be pulling your business credit reports so that you know what's on there before you apply for companies because they're gonna look at your business credit report and they do not have to ask you permission, okay? So one thing is just common sense. You wanna know what's on your business credit report before you apply because that's what they're gonna look at. And two, when you make that payment, you need to pull your business credit report to make sure that they are reporting accurate information and timely. And this is very important because these companies, they're in the business of selling an item. So they put a lot of resources into getting you to buy an item. But after the sale activities, they do not put much effort into that. So they don't really care if your trade line got sit or not. It's built into their system to do that but they're not really concerned about that. So 
I found that a lot of times it gets sent late or never at all. So that's why you need to be pulling your business credit reports so you can say, hey, that trailer is supposed to be there. What's the deal? Now you're calling up. Now you're doing recovery to find out how come that trade line didn't hit. All right. So that's why it's important to pull your business credit reports. And these companies will charge you about $100 each month for their credit reports. Dun & Bradstreet, Experian, and Equifax. Now, when you do business with my company, we give you these all three reports for $25 a month. So we, when you do business with us to help you build your business credit, we save you some money there, okay? All right, so that's what you need to know about the business credit reporting agencies. <clears throat> you should be monitoring your credit through Experian and Dun & Bradstreet and Equifax. You can go to their website, website directly to enroll for their credit monitoring, or you can save money with business credit building. Okay. You must get... Okay, so, so far we've covered setting up your business credibly in the eyes of the lender. That's your name, your phone number, your website, your bank account, all that stuff, right? And then we talked about the business credit reporting agencies, right? And how the trade lines and how it's important to view your and keep up with your business credit reports, right? Mm -hmm. So now that we did those two things, now we need to get <clears throat> vendor accounts. This is, this is when we're actually going to start building business credit with vendor accounts. They're also known as net 30 accounts, okay? Which means that these companies are going to, there are a, a handful of companies that will give you credit when you have no credit. Right. And there's not that many companies going to give you credit when you have that, when you have no credit. Right. Now, these companies also need to be able to report. And only 10 percent of all businesses in the United States even report to the business credit reporting agencies because they're under high guidelines and restrictions to even be able to report. So this is a very hard step. And that is getting your credit profile started. Okay, and this is how you get your credit profile started is with these net 30 accounts when you're starting from scratch. Okay, so we're gonna get these net 30 accounts. Once you know your business is set up credibly, it's time to apply for a new business credit. When establishing business credit, there's actually three types of credit you can get there's vendor credit, there is store credit, that's the revolving credit, like a Home Depot, and there's cash credit, which is um, getting a, a, a business credit card, right? So there's three levels. And you can't just jump to the third one. You have to, this is like a step-by-step -step process. You can't skip steps. You gotta get the vendor credit first, right? Then you can get some revolving credit. And then you can get some cash credit, credit cards. Okay? Step-by-step -step process. Each step is needed for the next step. There's no skipping steps. Okay. The biggest mistake entrepreneurs make when building business credit 
is that they try to apply for store credit or cash credit first and skip the vendor credit. See, the net 30 is the vendor credit that's needed. You need to do that, right? Um, but stores and banks will not approve a business owner for credit until their EIN credit profile and score is established. So that's why we do that net 30, to, to establish your credit profile. And that's a hard step. And I told you why already, right? If you try to apply for store or cash credit without an established business credit profile and score, you'll be denied 100% of the time. Okay? Okay. You must get approved with vendors first who offer net 30 terms. Then after you use those accounts and pay your bills and accounts, you will get reported to the business credit reporting agencies. Then and only then will you have an established business credit profile and score. Once your business credit's established, you can start to get approved for store revolving credit, okay? So the first goal is to get five net 30 accounts. Five net 30 accounts. Preferably three, at Dun three that report to Dun & Bradstreet, one that reports to Equifax, and one that reports to Experian, okay? This is your first step in building up your actual business credit, right? <clears throat> and the reason why I say three at Dun & Bradstreet is because Dun & Bradstreet has what they call the pay debt score, right? The pay debt score is issued by Dun & Bradstreet. And this, this score is what the creditors look at to determine your credit worthiness. The pay debt score is from zero to 100. Okay, and Dun & Bradstreet will not issue a pay that score to your business until three trade lines have reported. Okay, so when you're starting out, out the box, try to get three net 30 accounts that report to Dun & Bradstreet and one and one, one to Equifax and one to Experian, okay? That's an advance too. <laughs> All right. Um, you must start a business credit profile and score with starter vendors. The starter vendors are the net 30 accounts, the vendor accounts. Starter vendors are ones who will give you initial credit even if you have no credit score, no credit, no score or trade lines now. Most stores like Staples will not give you an initial starter credit. So don't even try to apply for those re revolving accounts that are like Staples, Home Depot, Lowe's. All of those are, are revolving accounts. You can't just go straight to them and get a business account, okay? You have to have those net 30s on your credit profile before they will um, approve you, okay? Okay, now, this has changed right here. Um, you know, these vendors, each vendor is different and each vendor changes their requirements regularly, okay? So 
last year, this was my go-to. Strategic Network Solutions, that was my go-to. No longer is my go-to, all right? Um, the go-tos are, and I'm going to tell you this verbally, all right? These are the first vendors that you should get. I'm gonna give you three of them. You need five. I'm gonna give you at least. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a good handful right now. All right, y'all take notes. Ready? Here we go. Barnett. One. Barnett, right? Barnett is a Home Depot company. They sell um, all Home Depot products, right? And they'll give you a net thirty account <clears throat> when you don't have any credit or nothing. Straight out the box, they'll give you some credit, right? Barnett, there's a company called Quill, Q-U-I-L-L, -L. Quill, that's two. Three is DigiKey, D-I-G-I-Key.com, DigiKey, that's three. Another one is Uline. Right? U line. U line like the letter U and then line? That's right. U line. Yep. The letter U and line. They sell, they sell like um janitorial stuff, um, food service stuff. You know, I've even had a client that used to buy these bags from them so they could sell their t-shirt. They put the t-shirts in the bag and they present them like that. You know, stuff like that. They sell a lot of stuff like that, right? What is Quill? Which one? Quill does office supplies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and I am going to admit that these starter vendors, some of them don't sell stuff that is, um, you know, that you normally buy, right? So sometimes you have to make these decisions whether or not this is a good trade line for me because you just don't want to go out and spend money just to be spending money. But it's important to set up these net 30s. So like, Let's say DigiKey, Digi for instance. When I went to DigiKey, I went to DigiKey and I set up my account, right? And then I went to go look for something to buy. I couldn't find anything to buy on the website. So then I called the guy up, right? I said, hey, let me just get, I, just, I need to just buy something, right? Tell me, sell me something <laughs> so I can at least spend $50 and get this trade line, right? So, he was telling me all about this stuff that I don't know nothing about, like resistors and transistors and all this stuff, right? So I hung up with the dude because I couldn't figure out what to buy. And I looked on the website one more time and I found these flashlights. So I said, hey, let me get these flashlights so I can use the flashlight. And I wound up finding this big ass flashlight that I, could, I, I use today. And so you have to do some thinking, you know, it's about adjusting your spending patterns so that you can get these trade lines, okay? Okay, so I gave you these trade lines, right? Did I give you five? Mm -hmm. That was four. One four. More. Let me give you one more then. Um, um, oh, Granger, G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. Granger, that's a good starter vendor. Now, the thing to know is that these companies, they change up their requirements regularly, all right? So as of today, those are good vendors, right? 
Just like last year, I used to use strategic network solutions, but they stopped reporting. And that was my, my definite go-to right there. I was like, what? Y'all don't report anymore? Man. So, and that's one thing that's good with our company because we have a staff that all they do is research companies to use for business, building business credit. Start vendors, for instance, right? So we have a staff, that's all they do. So our list is always current and it always changes. So my list today that I use is different than the list I used last year. Okay. Mr. Joker, really quick question. Um, so just say with DigiKey, because I just went on there. I see what kind of stuff they sell. So I understand why it was hard for you to pick something. <laughs> but um, do you just call customer service and just tell them that what it is that you're trying to do? Or how does that work? Do you, is it a, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can be straight up with them and be like, yo, I just need to buy something for $50 or more. Um, so I can make a payment and you all sitting in the trade line, you know. <laughs> And a lot of times, you know, these customer service people don't even know what a trade line is. They're there to make a sale. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there any minimums? I'm sorry. Is there any minimums for these businesses? Um, For reporting purposes? There's not minimums for these businesses, no. Like you don't have to spend a certain amount for them to report? Yes. Now, When you said minimum, I thought you was saying minimum to make a purchase. No, there's not a minimum to make a purchase, but there is a minimum in general in order for them to report. Every business does this different, right? So my strategy is just to make sure I spend at least $50 so they make the, that they report, right? And then use that other strategy I told you about, you know, so that when they report, I owe for that invoice and then pay them. You see? All right. So it is a strategy involved here, right? To make sure that each vendor is going to report. And then once you make that payment, then you got to go pull your business credit reports. Right? Okay. Cool beans. Okay. Uh, Oh, let let me run through these. These might be old. That's in this thing. Let me see. Laughlin Associates. That's a good one. They report to Experian days ago. Like I said, this is an old presentation here, right? I'm just going to run through these real quick. There goes Quill. Remember I told you about Quill? That's still a good one, right? Um, Gimplers. That's another one there. That one's a good one. I think it's still good. Gimplers. You know what? Don't don't quote me on Gimplers. That might not be good. I don't, have, I don't remember seeing that on my list lately. Um, Uline, there goes Uline. That one's still good. Now, this one's good because they report to um, Dun & Bradstreet and they report to Experian, okay? Uline, right? Okay, so build business credit now. Remember, you'll need a, a total of five vendors to start getting store credit, okay? <clears throat> I just supplied you with a handful, right? Okay. Um, now, when you applying or applying for these net 30 accounts, always do not use your social. When applying for these net 30 accounts, never use your social, right? So 
on the application, there could be a place that says that where they ask you to put your Dun & Bradstreet number. I would not apply for a company that is asking for a Dun & Bradstreet number and I do not have my Dun & Bradstreet number, right? Because when you give them that Dun & Bradstreet number, that's telling them exactly where to send your business credit report to that Dun & Bradstreet number. That's your, your, your identifying number for your business. So if you don't have that yet and they're asking for your Dun & Bradstreet number, I wouldn't apply for that yet. You need your Dun & Bradstreet number for those companies that report to Dun & Bradstreet. So if you have an application that has a place to put your social and all of them will have a place to put your social, okay? If you have an application that's asking for your social and is not asking you for your EIN number, you have the wrong application, okay? So you definitely need the business application that will ask for your EIN number, okay? Do not use your social. If you use your social, they will pull you, blah, 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 blah. okay? No, that's not the case. Okay, the only way to ensure this, uh... okay, so leave your social blank. All right. There's no law that requires that you put the social on there. And I'm, I'm talking about the starter vendors. Okay. Starter vendors. Always leave the social blank. Okay. Vendor accounts. Here are the steps that are essential. Find the vendors that will get you approved. The ones you'll use the most are the ones that report the quickest. Um, apply for those vendors. Keep in mind, you might need a few orders first. All right, right. So some of these companies like Uline is one of them. That if you go to Uline and there's nothing on your credit report, then Uline is going to ask you to make some purchases first before they give you the net 30 account. I'm just giving you a heads up. That's how they do sometimes, all right? So just, just a heads up, all right? So the strategy I use is I don't go to Uline until I got at least one item hitting Dun & Bradstreet. Something. Something got to be on my credit report for them to see. All right. Um, apply for those. Okay. Okay. We talked about that. All right. Once you use your accounts, pay your bills on time with the strategy I told you, right? Your Dun & Bradstreet score will completely, is completely based on when you pay and your Experian Intel score is primarily based on the same also. So pay, the earlier you pay, the better. Okay, so remember, use the strategy I said, don't, don't just pay it right out the box, right? All right. Monitor and monitor your credit business credit reports and watch the accounts get reported. So you get these net 30 accounts. You make your payment on time. Then you have to check your business credit reports to make sure that those vendors actually hit your credit report. All right. That's how you know when you can go to the next step. Okay. It takes about uh, 30 to 90 days for them to report, all right? 
So when you um, do business with us, we walk you straight through all of the stuff and we know exactly when to expect them to report, when to pull that, that credit report, all right? Once you have five payment experiences, remember I said you need five, then it's time to move to the store business credit accounts, okay? The revolving accounts. Now, the revolving accounts, they will not do nothing for you if you don't have something already on your credit report, all right? They're not gonna do nothing. 100% of the times, they will deny you, okay? Once you have five experiences reporting, trade lines reporting, next you can start to secure revolving store credit cards for your EIN. Keep in mind, all applications will ask for your social. Now, with the revolving accounts, there's a new law that they, they need your social for these revolving accounts. Now, the net 30 accounts, they are financing your net 30 account in-house. These revolving accounts use a third party to finance their credit accounts. For these type of accounts, they are required to identify who you are. So they need to ask you for your social. And this it gets complicated because on the application, they have a place to put your social. They have a place to put your EIN number. Now, the ones that will give you credit without a personal guarantee, they will say on the application, put your social here. And is this is just to identify who you are. And this is difficult because this terminology that is on the application is in that fine print. <laughs> I mean, that really fine print. And that fine print is in legal terminology. So the average head is not really understanding <laughs> what this is saying. So this is difficult. I'm not even going to lie. All right. But these revolving accounts got the they got the fine print that'll say, put your social here, and it's not a personal guarantee. But then they're gonna have another place to say, put your social here, and this is a personal guarantee. Okay? So you gotta read the fine print when you're filling out these applications for these revolving accounts. That is uh that's pretty difficult to do. I've gotten clients to say, hey. Look at this application. Is this a you know, is this a, a personal guarantee or not? And then we read it over and I determine whether or not they're they're requiring you to be a personal guarantee or not. All right. Okay. Okay, so um get revolving store accounts. Okay. Okay, so most major retailers do offer business credit as they, as they do offer consumer credit. The staples, Office Depot, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, Walmart, Costco, Sam's Club, Radio Show, oh, you know this is old, um, Best Buy, BP, Chevron, Amazon, all these companies offer business credit, okay? And, and a whole bunch more. Um, some sources like Staples and Home Depot might have more stringent approval requirements 
and they want to see big revenue amounts and they want to see that you are in business for three years in order to approve you for no personal guarantee credit. Okay. So you have to know what they're, and this is hard too, because these companies, if you ask them, what are my requirements to get approved? Then they're going to say, fill out this application and I'll tell you if you get approved. All right. Now, one thing about doing business with my company is that the, when we give you vendors to apply for, we also give you the underwriting guidelines, which means you're not throwing darts at companies to find out if you can get approved. You'll know before you apply whether or not you can get approved or not. Okay? Some businesses like Staples and Home Depot might have most... Okay, we'll talk about it. Most, uh, but most sources don't have these re requirements. Okay. Yeah, those revolving accounts, they do have those requirements. Okay. Um, well, no, 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 no. Not all of them have the requirements for three years and stuff like that, or the revenue requirements, all right? But they do have the requirements to give you the social, that you supply their social to identify who you are, okay? Okay, now let's get down to the reason why you came. This is how you get approved for Dell. And this is the type of information that when you do business with my company, we give you this information, right? So this is Dell. So when you do business with us, we give you these vendors and we give you their underwriting guidance. We give you all the information that you need to know about the vendors before you apply. So Dell, they sell computers and computer accessories. They report to Dun & Bradstreet. Dell is looking for a payday score of 75, right? So that means you have to have at least three vendors reporting to Dun & Bradstreet. Now, those three vendors that you report that you first got going to Dun & Bradstreet, right? Let's say you got your first three net 30 accounts that report to Dun & Bradstreet. If you pay those on time, they will issue you a pay that score. And that pay that score will be about a 76 or a 78, something like that. What you need to be at a pay that score of 80 or above. Even though a, a 70 score is lendable, right? So it's easy to get a high score right make those three first vendors on time and you'll get that 76 or something right oops okay so um you make sure you do that all right um so dell an 80 score reflects you pay your bills on time so they only require you have a 75 Right. So if you did what I told you to do, you'll have that 75 based on your first three vendors already. So. So to get approved, you'll need to have your vendor accounts reporting, have an established profile and score with Dun & Bradstreet. You'll have to pay your bills on time. OK. One, two, three, four. You should also be in business for at least six months to get approved. 
or they will typically then ask for your personal guarantee. Since you spent 90 days, okay, right. So yeah, you won't have to wait long to get this. You can get this pretty easily after 90 days because you'll get, it'll take about 90 days to get those five net 30 accounts set up and on your business credit profile, okay? Um, you really should have multiple accounts reporting to Dun & Bradstreet with good scores. If not, they will want to see your personal credit. Okay, so we, we talked about that, all right? Okay, they will ask you for your company name. This is for Dell, right? Dell will ask you for your company name, your birth date, your mother's maiden name, and ID numbers, including your driver's license number and your EIN number. This is what they're gonna ask you. To get approved, you can call 800-999-3355. Ask for the commercial account department, okay? This is a revolving account. It's not a net 30 account. So you already need to have established credit on your business credit profile. Also keep in mind, they usually, usually issue very high limits, but, they, but they'll also match your current limits, okay? So that's for Dell. Okay. Okay, here goes for Amazon. Amazon.com. Everybody knows about Amazon and what they sell. They report to Dun and Bradstreet, Experian, and and or Equifax. Okay. To get approved with no personal guarantee, you must have an EIN number and be in business for three years but you can get approved not being in business for three years, depending on the quality of your business credit profile. If you're in business, if you're a new business and have little or no payment experiences, trade lines, then they'll ask you for a personal guarantee, okay? But initially don't give them your social. Yeah, you're going, this is one of the companies that they're gonna require your social because this is the new law, right? Um, yeah. So do you uh, recommend us going the personal guarantee route with Amazon? Well, um, it depends on your needs, right? So let's say you come across a business that will require a personal guarantee, but you don't really need them. So I wouldn't use the personal guarantee for that one. But if it's a, if it's a company that you normally would need for your business, then that might be a good investment of a of an inquiry. <laughs> you see? Because yeah. now you're going to be able to build your business credit. Um, you'll be able to buy stuff for your business and delay the payment for that business. And now it costs you an inquiry on your personal. Okay. Okay. So I can't answer that for everybody. It's your Personal, personal preference, for right? Sure. Mm -hmm. So you have to decide. You know, the end goal here is to make sure you got trade lines in your business. So you decide at what cost is it, right? So 
if you come across a company like this that requires that, you can skip that. Go find another one. Or this vendor actually sells stuff that I can use and delay payment on. So I'm going to go ahead and spend that inquiry, right? So that's on you, right? So Amazon, initially, don't give me one. Let's see what this is. If you were to give me one, okay. Let me move that. Okay. Credit limits are usually between $500 to $2,500. All new accounts will get a call back by Amazon to verify authenticity. The call will probably come from their underwriter, which is GE Capital. Okay? That, that's how they verify the account. They call you back to make sure. This is a true revolving account and it is not a net 30 account. Okay. And Walmart, Walmart, everybody knows what a Walmart is, right? It's a mega superstore. They report to Experian and Equifax. To get approved, you should have both business credit established with both Dun & Bradstreet and Equifax. With, with Dun & Bradstreet, you need at least three over there. And with Equifax, you, have, you need at least one that paid on time. Right, your pay to score should be a 75 or higher, reflecting you pay your bills on time. Right, okay, so and this and Walmart is one of those companies that uses a third party to finance their, their business accounts. Right, so they will ask you and re, be required to give them the social. But like I said, look at that fine print to determine which when they give you the social that this is not a personal guarantee, okay? If you have enough multiple paid as agreed business accounts reporting, you should get approved without a personal guarantee. If you don't get approved due to lack of credit, then you'll, then you'll need to give an option of reapplying with a personal guarantee. To get approved, you'll need to apply in the store or by fax, okay? This is a revolving credit. This is not a net 30 account, okay? Get revolving cash credit accounts. Once you have at least 10 trade lines reporting to the business credit reporting bureaus, then you can start getting cash credit cards, which is business credit cards that you can use just like, just like cash. You go to ATM, you go to the store and buy whatever, right? These cash cards are those issued by Visa, MasterCard, American Express, but you need 10 trade lines on your business credit report before you can apply for these, okay? And when you do apply for these, they will uh, approve um, your highest, they will match your highest revolving account. So when you go get these, um, in general, when you get these revolving accounts, you want to pick one of them and use them more often than the others. And when they see that you have been making on-time payments, then what you want to do is call them and increase your limit, right? So this is my strategy on that, on increasing my limit. What I do is I'll get one of these revolving accounts. 
I'll make three payments on time, and then I'll call them and ask for an increase. Most of the time, they will give you the increase. Other times, they will say, well, we do not consider increases until six months. So now you know when to call them and ask for an increase. But the idea is to use one more often than the other, pay them on time, and get increases. At least one of these revolving accounts. Because when you, when you get these revolving accounts to a high credit limit, then you apply for the business credit cards, then they will match your highest revolving account. Okay? Hope so I is said business that. credit similar to consumer credit where it's not advantageous for you to close out an account? That is true. Okay. That is true, but there are differences. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's not advantageous to, to close account. They don't like to see closed account, right? You just okay. keep the okay. account open, right? You don't have to use, make trade payments on it or anything. You just have that trade line just sitting on your credit report, right? Mm -hmm. That's a trade line on your credit report. And that's one of the things that they do look at. When they look at your credit report, they're going to look at the score, right? But they're also going to look at how many trade lines you have and if the payments that you made to these trade lines have been on time. And do they look at like your actual usage monthly? Um, they do not look at utilization. Okay. Right? So with your personal credit report, 30% of your score is utilization, which is how much of the account balance that you use, right? right. So normally with personal credit, you don't want to use 20 to 30%, right? right. So this is not the case with business credit. So okay. what that means is this. Let's say you're a, a person that buys and flips homes, right? Mm -hmm. So you And you got a Home Depot card, right? So you got this house, you're getting, re getting ready to flip. You can use up your total balance on your Home Depot card, use it right up to the brim. Without being penalized. And it don't affect your credit. Perfect. Okay. Thank right. you. If you did that with personal credit, you'd be messed up in the game, right? Totally. <laughs> right. <laughs> so with business credit, they only look at, the score only looks at when you make that payment. Perfect. Thank you for that. But you can max the card out. Set, you can what? You can max the card out. You just got to pay on time. That's the right. Business. Yep. Yep. You can max it out. Just pay it on time. Yep. That's the difference. All right. So um, I got a bunch of information also on my uh, blog, which is businesscreditbuilder.us slash blog. <clears throat> or you can go to any of these social medias, right? Um, if anybody wants to know more about my packages that I offer in um, building business credit, what you do is schedule a free business credit consultation. And I'll tell you the, the two packages that I do have to help you build your business credit. And this information about bu building business credit, this is not inf information that is hidden or anything like that. This is readily available. Um, now, I went to Morehouse College for accounting and never knew about business credit, right? So, like, and the reason that is, is because 
you know, when you go to school, they're teaching you how to get a job. They're not really teaching you how to open a business because in the capital system, it cannot run without the employee. So they teach us how to go get a job at school. They don't teach us how to get a business. Thanks. Right. That's why we don't know. I never knew this stuff until just a few years ago, you know? So, and the, the benefit to using a coach, a credit coach like me for business is that me and my staff, we are experienced at this and we know the, you know, the, the, the wrinkles that you're going to come along the way. And there are going to be some wrinkles, right? There's going to be things that like, for instance, how to read your business credit report. It's not that easy to read because they don't tell you what vendors that you just paid on. They just give you a category like home and garden. That's the Home Depot category, right? That's in that home and garden category, right? And so the benefit to using a coaching company like me is that we streamline your efforts and we're not wasting time, right? We're not wasting time. We know how to identify an error and we know how to fix it. Um, so when I started, I came across an error and I was wondering how come my trade line didn't hit. So then when I talked to my advisors, my advisors looked at my, my invoice and noticed that the ship to address was different than my main address. And this company was reporting to Equifax. And I mean, they was, called, they was reporting to Experian. So with Experian, they just send it to this business name and the address. So this particular company sent it to my business name and the ship to address, not my main address. So it didn't hit my credit report. You see, so it's, this is why you need an advisor to help you. Now, this is stuff that you can eventually figure out yourself, but it just, it took me three months to figure that out and then three months to, to fix it, okay? So that's the benefit to using a coach. We're gonna save you time and get you access to money quicker, okay? Um, if you think you might qualify for business loans now, you can go to my website, businesscreditbuilder.us, and there is a button that you can see whether or not you qualify for funding right now with only using a soft pull. Okay, so check that out as well. Um, yeah, anybody got any questions? This is the end of, the, of this, this presentation, but anybody got any questions? I do, Mr. Booker. Yes, ma'am. Hi, two quick questions for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently got a Dell account. Yep. And um, I'm making this, I'm about to make the second payment. You know, they gave me 90 days interest free. Do you okay. recommend paying it off in the 90 days or does it help build my credit by keeping the monthly payments going? Nope. Um, I say pay it right off when you can. Um, okay. But, but make sure that they their, their billing cycle had already ended so that they reported you owing and okay. then you pay it all right away. Okay. Okay. Right? Remember that, that advanced strategy? That's how you use that. Yeah. Pay it off. They, they like oh. to see zero balances. Yeah. Right? Because I had, um, I thought I was kind of building, but then it killed my experience score 
because the utilization was too high. So that makes sense what you're saying. Pay it off so that I can get that down so the utilization won't be impacted. Right. Okay. And second quick question is, um, I did an Amazon Amex card, but I did it as a, I did a PG on it. And I was told <laughs> that you can get the inquiries removed from your personal credit by filing a dispute. So I just wanted to know if that, if you agree with that or is that not correct information to remove well, an inquiry from your personal account for your business because you PG for business. Right. I don't know how that works. Okay. On the, on the personal side. So if I tell you something, I know it for 100% sure. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm one that I ain't going to act like I know something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Right. So I can't tell you that one. That's a personal credit issue. I'm not a personal credit guru. There's yeah. just some general personal credit stuff I know. But that one, I would go to my, my personal credit guy and say, yo, can you get this off? <laughs> right. Because I'm like, they said you can basically say that it was for business credit that you did as a PG. So that's how I was just... Right, right. Wondering. That sounds logical, though. That sounds logical that using the appropriate forms and stuff, right, right you could do that. Yes, I, okay. I, I, I do see that happening. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any more questions today, ladies and gentlemen? And also note that you can see my upcoming events at my website at slash events. So you go to businesscreditbuilder.us slash events and you can see my upcoming ones. And I got an upcoming um, event um, coming that's going to talk about credit cards for starter businesses. So that's a good one. This is my first one doing that. Right. And um, I got another one coming up next month regarding loans, business loans. I have a new funding source that you can get approved using a one soft pull on your, on your credit, which means it's not going to get reported as an inquiry. And you can find out how much you get a qualified for today, right? Just go to the website and there's a button on there that says, um, I forgot what it says, but it says something like get funded now, something like that. <laughs> okay. Mm hmm all right, uh, Ms. Anderson, you got a question? Yes, ma'am. Nope, you good? Okay. Any more questions, ladies and gentlemen, before we end? I, the I have one. I just want to be clear on the services you guys provide. So the information that you gave us was pretty much high level as to how you obtain, uh, you know, starting off with your business credit. But you guys or your staff, you pretty much do the legwork when it comes to going about the net 30 accounts as like a starter? We coach you on doing it. We, okay. we stand right next to you and say, <laughs> boom, get that one, get that one. Get, okay. Because I know you. So like I got a one-on-one -on -one package that if we're doing it one-on-one, -on -one, I'm saying to you, we're, we're meeting about once a month to strategize what we're gonna do. And I'm saying to you, because I got to know you and your business, I say, okay, get this e-bar net. Get this quill, get this U line, right? And then you go get those, then we make the payments, then we're gonna pull the credit reports, 
And then I'm gonna help you read the credit reports, right? <laughs> and then we'll know when to go to the next stage. So either of my products, we coach you on exactly what to do. When there's a problem, we figure out what the problem is. We know how to resolve it, okay? And there will be problems coming up, no doubt. There, I still uh, um, come across situations that I never would even think of would be happening, you know what I mean? So there, there, are, there are glitches in the game because these companies, they don't care whether or not your, your, your trade line got sent in. They care about you paying that bill on time. <laughs> That's it, <laughs> making a purchase that after the sale activity, they mm -hmm. don't really um, do that much for that because let's say for instance, you notice that a trade line did not hit, right? Now, when you call up this vendor, the receptionist that answers the phone most, li most likely don't even know what a trade line is, okay? So then you have to call the credit department then the credit department, the person that answers the phone at the credit department, they might be able to help you. But sometimes that person does not know the detail about why your trade line didn't hit. Then you need to talk to the credit manager, right? The credit manager might be able to help you then. But some of these companies use a third party to transmit these trade lines. So it's difficult to figure this stuff out. And we um we know all the all the guidelines. We know how to get to double check and make sure that if they missed something, they they we get it reported, right? So that's the that's the benefit to using a a, a coach, a coaching company like mine, Business Credit Builder. Thank you, Coach. Thank all you. All right, Mr. Book, I have questions? one more question. Yeah, go mm -hmm. ahead. No problem. I wanted to ask you about um Nav, um. Nav. Yeah, so I have NAV to, you know, I, I did the, I think it's business boost so that it could report as a trade line. Um, and I use it for the monitoring. But you had also mentioned signing up with the DMB and um, Experian as well. So go directly to them as well. Do you recommend okay, so an addition of NAV or not? NAV, that thing that you bought, at the boost thing, that's yeah. Experian, right? No, the boost, the boost uh, is that experience. I, I got the, the. I think it's called Business Boost. Um, right. is the so, name of it, but it's, I think it's that's through a, I think that's the service that Experian does, right? And so Nav, no Nav, it's through Nav. Okay, so Nav has different packages, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to get. You need right the package. Now. I don't know what their packages are, but yeah. Their pack, you need the package that gives you a full business credit report, right? Yes, yes. Um, we have like when I, like when you do business with us, we give you all three reports for $25 a month, and we use NAV to do that. Well, we have okay. a special relationship with them, so the reports that they give you gives you the information that you need. Now, some of those NAV reports that they that are free and that they ask you for a little bit of money uh -huh. they don't give you all the information that you need on the report oh, okay okay that's okay. what you need to figure that the nav report that you do get from them it provides the information that you need like the number of trade lines 
Yeah. They need to list out the trade lines and what they won't identify what that trade line is, but they will say what category is in, right. how many, um, you know, what your payment history is like, um, how much was your last payment, when your last payment was, all that stuff you need on your report. Some of right. those NAV reports that are free and low cost do not provide that type of information. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you go directly to the companies, Dunn & Bradstreet, Experian, or Equifax, then they charge you about $100 a month for wow. those reports. Okay. okay. So the, the, the arrangement that we have with NAV provides all three for $25 a month, and it has the information that you need to know on these reports. Okay. 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 We, we're able to do that with them because we have a volume discount with them and they customize our reports for our business benefits. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, I've definitely set up a consultation just to kind of, will you be able, like, if I can just say, this is my situation and you can tell me the best package to go with. That's right. That's okay. right. You set up that consult. Um, okay. I noticed somebody else out there in the chat. They asked me, for uh, my name, so I'm going here to the top. Oh, I answered it. Oh, okay. In the chat yeah. there. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I'm just, I'm just getting it back up there. Okay, so there goes my my contact infos. Um, also, you get you can get a free guide on how to build business credit by going to slash free guide. Okay, Monica said that hers is $39.99. Um, I don't know if that I don't know if that thirty nine dollar one gives you the. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't give it. Give you can download a report, but it doesn't give the info like you said. That's why I was asking. But okay, like with with your service, if you if considering that we pay the twenty five to you, do we still keep that same um, package or with Nav or is this something together no. or separate? No, you would like if you come with us for the twenty five. You drop that thirty nine shit. Oh yes, perfect. Okay, right. you drop that. Yeah. Okay. So you just pay us the twenty five, and then you get three reports with all the information that you need. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any more questions, anybody? And this is the this is the, these are the times. This is the only times that I answer any question regarding business credit is on these webinars. So okay. this is your chance. Let's get it. <laughs> I have a question. All uh, right. Does it negatively impact your credit uh, score uh, having multiple hard pulls like it does with your personal credit? Multiple pulls, multiple yes. inquiries? Yes. That's a yes and no answer because the net 30 accounts are not doing inquiries. Right. The revolving accounts, some of them are doing inquiries. Some of them might be soft pulls. Okay. So every vendor is different, right? Every vendor right. is different. The net 30s, they're financing you in-house, so they're not doing nothing on the credit. They're just, right. reporting, they're just reporting good payments or bad payments. Mm -hmm. some, some companies only report bad payments. <laughs> mm -hmm. Where they do that at, right? <laughs> like, why am I go coming with you anyway? Right. <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, did I miss any questions in the chat or anything? Okay. 
covered everything. I really appreciate this. This has been truly enlightening. I appreciate it for sure. Well, I thank you for taking your time out to even listen to what I got to say, you know. But one thing I got to say is that, you know, I just, I just keep it as real as I can, right? Mm -hmm. I give you the information I have, and this is not information that is secret, you know? So I, I share it regularly. So cool. Any more questions? No, thank you. Was this, was this webinar useful? Yeah. Very, very, thank you, thank you. All right, so make sure you check out the webinars that's entitled how to get $250,000 in business credit, all right? And uh, yeah. I go into a lot of detail into this stuff as well. A lot of stuff, same stuff I say, but more detail in that particular webinar, all right? All right. And so, Mr. Booker, we get all of that by working, becoming a client based on where we are in the process, then the things that you have on the webinar, we could, take advantage of that, like with a monthly call with you, just kind of knowing what's new right, and all right, that. Right, right, See, That's so awesome. my webinars teach you how to do it, where you can do it on, on your own. And you yeah. can make your own decision whether or not, you know, to hire a coach or not. But still, right. with the basic information I give you, the basic steps, you can do it. It just, you just know that you got a couple lumps of, uh, lumps ahead of you. You got to do some research, okay. and, you know, so yeah. yeah. You so just make sure you go away. to my YouTube channel, all right? And you like, you know, you subscribe, like, and comment. That'll help me out a lot, all right? Okay. So do that. And there's a, there's some there's some there's a bunch of stuff on on my YouTube channel. So bust that out. Okay. Okay. Cool, everybody. All right. Thanks Bye. everybody for coming. Yeah. Thank good you. Good so night. Bye-bye. Take good night, care. Everybody. Take care.